0: Welcome, podcasters. You are listening to another episode of Tell Me Why, a resource for athletes, coaches, and parents in sport. Co hosted by Dr. Ginny Christerna and U.S. Speed Skating Hall of Fame inductee Patrick Wentland. This podcast is developed as a resource for athletes, parents, coaches, and referees looking to improve player development and performance. Conversations and opinions expressed on the show as medical or clinical advice. Welcome back, podcasters. Today we are starting another episode of Tell Me Why. Your kid will probably not go pro, and how does that make you feel? Ginny, we've talked a little bit about this one, you and I. I think it's a a fun topic for us. We think so many parents put their kid so so hard to maybe fill their shoes where they left off or or get to that professional level that they always dreamed about doing or they want their kid to make millions of dollars and be famous and they're pushing them from the time they can walk to all the way through high school or college whatever it is and of course you know so much of the time these kids come away with problems they end up hating the sport they hate the parents but there are Rare occasions and the way Jenny and I talked about some numbers earlier today, there's point zero eight percent of people out there will go pro, and I think you said point four percent of high school athletes have that possibility of going pro, so the numbers are pretty staggeringly low yeah
1: i it's it's funny, I think it was four percent of high school
0: four okay. percent I looked at
1: one and then it was like 0.023 percent of just overall population of football players football players and okay. yeah but it's even at four percent that is ridiculously low and i am not sure of which sport that is in high school but that is still extraordinarily
0: low and what is the main problem with this Penny? why can't why can't we as parents put our kids to to go pro what what's the problem i don't, I don't think there's a problem there
1: well no there's no problem that's no different than you could be a doctor you could be an attorney except right except just like if you're trying to push your kid to be a doctor or an attorney if you're doing it because that's what you want them to do versus that's something that they love to do and then That becomes your dream and not theirs, right? You're vicariously living through your kid and your kid has to give up or what we call foreclose certain development because that's something you want them to do. The other thing is, is that say if they do love it, say if that's something that they do want to do. Well, if you make it not fun anymore, now it's it's a chore and it's critical and all this weight and stuff, then there's not going to be an enjoyment to it. And remember, if you're in the United States of America, this is a country where there's a lot of privilege. You do things for the most part because you want to do them. When you're talking about sports, it's either your ticket out of poverty or what have you, or it's because you really love it. And when people are used to doing things because they really love it and they want to, and now they're doing it because they have to, they don't want to do it anymore. Now it's not fun. And then the last one, so the third part of that is it, when we talk it, when we're talking about sports, and you're pushing the kid that hard and you're not looking at numbers, you're not looking at facts, or those you're so narcissistic that those numbers and facts don't apply to you, to the point where you don't even consider it, you should always believe in your kid, but you, it should be grounded in reality. If there's a point O2 percent chance or point four percent chance or even four percent chance that your kid is going to go pro and you you're like my kid is at four percent that's great manifesting you know hey go you but that doesn't take into the account that doesn't take into account there's a 96 percent chance your kid won't go yep so what's your backup plan because if your kid falls into that 96% for whatever reason and you've just hammered in their head, pro, 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 even if it's in Europe or someplace else, what you've ex- and you haven't developed another part of them, their professional athletic career is going to only last so long, what, 36, maybe 40, is then what? Then what do they do, right? And so it's not a bad thing. It's that there always needs to be a full plan. Like this is what they could do now, but we also want to get them well around it because what would they like to do after? You know, they they have more interests. They have other things they might enjoy. And so let, let's nurture both of those things.
0: So those three but my My kid, my kid, four years old, they started walking it. At six months, they're so oh. coordinated. They got, they got all this talent. He, he can almost dribble a ball. They, they're they going pro. I mean, can't you see that this is, that they, they got it. They got it in them. I'm there's why, why can't I push them all the way? And, and what you. I'm here. Yeah. What I'm hearing from you. I mean, that I've heard that from parents and really a big part of it, as you just mentioned, is the kids got to have fun. And they got to enjoy the sport. They want, they have to have that ability to want to do better, make themselves better. If they're trying to make themselves at four, it's a little different. But obviously, when they hit high school, junior high, college ages, if they're not doing it for themselves, if they're doing it for their parents, well, the parents side of the view is like, well, you know, once they get to that age, they're going to see that. They're going to be able to make lots of money. They're going to be rich and famous and they're going to, they'll, they'll want to do it. They'll want to do it for themselves. Well, in my opinion and the athletes I've seen, the athletes I've worked with that have had high pressure parents, by that time, the athlete is long burnt out and doesn't want anything to do with that sport anymore. They are ready to just put it in the rear view mirror, not look back and say goodbye and find something else that they want to do.
1: Absolutely. And here's the thing. Raising a successful student athlete and the student should come first, being able to develop their mind, critical thinking skills. That is real. an emotional regulation. That really is what creates an amazing athlete. I mean, Pat, you are in the Hall of Fame. You are a pretty even guy. It doesn't mean you're perfect. No one is. It just means that you're clever, you're a resourceful. you can figure things out. You tend to get along with folks. You know, I don't know too many people who don't like you, except for that weird lady who's yelling at you about getting off her grass on your bike. I don't really know. She she seems weird. But anyway, so but that's her way I think of saying she likes you. Like, I like you. Get off my freaking grass. But, you know, I think part of it has to do with parents not realizing there's more to life than sports. And there's more that goes into sports than just the technical and gifted piece. There has to be the emotional regulation. There has to be critical thinking skills. There has to be a sense of independence, right? Because your parents aren't going to be able to travel with you everywhere once you get older. Once you become an adult, you're going to have to learn how to figure things out, make good judgments. You know, I I knew a family where the kid was just super tall in basketball, but struggling academically, and so yeah, all these schools wanted him, but Academically, he, he, he didn't meet the minimum criteria, and so yeah. they didn't take him, so he had to spend several years going to these boarding schools or these, I forget what they're called, but these schools where you go and you work on the academic, and they would move okay. him from school to school so he could get t- playtime. And it's just like, well, that's disruptive, right, for a teenager. Because the focus for the parent was the sport. And so the opportunity the kid had to go to a D1 and start was completely taken away because he was unable to 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 do the academic work, just the minimum academic work. And so while the parents continued to hype and support him, you know, throughout, you know all of these transitions. It's just like that's like the most arduous wear and tear on a kid's emotional and mental body, not the physical, but just the sense of who they are. Like I'm good enough to 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 do this sport, but I'm not able to think for myself. I don't know how to, you know, be in a classroom and 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 do the reading or the the math piece at this level that's required. Yeah. that That's pretty tough for a kid. That's pretty yep. tough for an athlete, you know?
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think part of what I'm hearing too is, and I completely agree, I was playing devil's advocate a little bit in the beginning there, but you and I will probably both agree sports are probably one of the greatest things to get your kids into, yes. to help them flirt, to help them learn, to help them experience. Uh, Experience different things. So I I read an article earlier yesterday uh, regarding some of the benefits and it really talked about how athletes learn to build, you know, learn teamwork. They learn leadership skills. They learn how to manage goals. They learn how to manage their time. They learn how to handle pressure. uh, A couple of these things. They learn how to socialize. They learn how to, they develop lifelong bonds with friends. I mean, these are things, especially a lot of our kids these days who grow up with the, the social media age, who, you know, spend most of their life socializing on their phone. Sports is that outlet for them to learn how to actually talk to another human face-to-face. It, for me, in my life, I was an extremely shy child, uh, probably through high school or well into college barely could socialize with anybody. I I did not have those, develop those skills. And sports really helped me develop and learn how to uh, be part of society, um, work with other people, work with myself, how to improve myself, knowing I have this problem and I'm able to work through sports and make myself improve on things. I was able to do the same thing with my shyness and quietness. If I would stay the same way, I would have been a non-functioning member of society. I would have had to do some computer job where I didn't have to and wouldn't need to be able to talk to other humans and function that way. But going back to another point that uh, you had talked about, my parents were the complete opposite when I started the sport. Yes, they supported us, me and my, my brothers and sister, they took us to the event, but uh, I don't know if it was just the, the way things were at that age, but they were more like, yeah, you're probably never going to do that. Yeah, you're probably never going to do that. Yeah, keep working at it. But, you know, so-and-so still still a lot better and you know, you're probably that. never. Yeah, you're probably never going to catch them. You're probably never going to be as good as them. I'm like, to me, I was like, damn it. No, I, I that made me actually work even harder. Sure. When I had someone telling me I couldn't do it, it really forced me to go in the other direction rather than, And I'm not saying that's the way to parent people Mm. at all. I I, I don't agree with that. My parents did, did the best that they knew how, and I came out okay. But it was funny how those two different ways really can work where, you know, it, it depends on your, your, your kid and how they're going to respond. But again, it just goes back to the point. If you're forcing them to do something that is not all them, if they're not all bought into that. You're not going to have that motivation, desire, determination that that kid's going to need if they want to go all the way. And we cover that in earlier segment.
1: Yeah. One of the things that you said, I was going to jot it down in case I forget, but when, when, when we're talking about athletes and just human beings in general, whether it's you as an adult and, and individual or a minor or just parents, it depends on the individual's personality, their temperament, and their disposition, how they take in experiences, the meanings that they give it, their level of resiliency, their temperament. What, what does that feed in them? So when I see people go, tell me I can't, that just makes me want to do it more. That's just their, that's their temperament. That's, just, that's their disposition. That's what yep. motivates them to actually dig deep. Others, it's like that will destroy them. No one believed in me. So there's no right or wrong way to parent and to respond to folks that will unlock some special magic room inside of someone to say, hey, this is what I want to do, or hey, here's my passion, here's my voice. Instead, it's more, what is, what is this person like? And if you don't know someone's individual personality, their, their temperament or their disposition, you want to stay in that neutral space of curiosity and, and encouragement and say, you know what? I don't really know what you can do. But chances are you probably won't be able to make it pro, but wouldn't it be cool to see how far you get? Who knows? And it's okay if you don't go because you'd be like everybody else. You might find something else that you stand out in or in this process in this journey, you may discover what you really love. So just go out and just do what you are doing and doing and do it as fully as you can. And let's see what happens and see what you discover about yourself. Those are the spaces that I find are the most helpful and effective in unlocking that passion we were talking about. And it's not so much the the goal. That's fine. But what people don't realize, and I know we've said it in, in a lot of different ways in this podcast over the the several months we've been doing it, but what's very true is that it, it's about the emotion. If, if the goal isn't tied to an emotion, if it isn't anchored in something that gives it meaning, which is what emotion does. Emotion is the gas. If you haven't checked in with your emotional body, with your inner child and see what that little boy or girl wants or needs or how they feel about what you think you want or need it 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 will sabotage you the emotional body will always sabotage any goal you set no matter how well uh laid out it is that's just what happens so when parents push a kid because that's what they want that's what they would love to see they are setting their kids up most of the time to fail or to betray themselves and, and not explore what they would really love to do because they didn't get the buy-in from the kids' emotions. They didn't even consider it. And that is the tragedy.
0: What are you telling me, Jenny? I can't get my kids involved with sports. Really? I'm, I'm playing with you. I'm being, know, I'm being you know, a double-dive devil no, devil Yeah That's, devil that's
1: devil what parents will yeah. say, well, fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, And I know there's yeah. a parent listening going, no, I'm rolling my eyes if you don't see our video fine, then I just won't do anything, right? They'll go to the other extreme. Fine, I won't do anything because I can't do it, which is fine, but it's not okay. You can do whatever you want. You're your own person, but that's not helpful. And that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is the world isn't about you. Yeah, Your kid's life doesn't revolve around you and your life doesn't revolve around your kid. It's a big chunk of your life, but your job is to raise a healthy, well-rounded human being that can contribute to society not do the things that you didn't get a chance to do or make your life have meaning. If that is what sports and your kids bring you, there's something you need to look at. There is something deep inside that you need to look at as a parent, because that is a
0: problem. Yeah, something I really got out of what you said, and that's why I made that little comment. I, again, as we talked about, both you and I agree sports are a great, great group maybe maybe the top thing I think for, along with some a decent education for any child uh coordination issues, social issues, personal development, strength and conditioning issues, health issues, all those reasons to to get your kids involved with sports, really to be able to. Get them started in something, and then watch where they grow. Watch what they gravitate toward. If they're playing soccer, and they're they tend to be more individualized, they want to do and they seem like they might do well in individual sport. Maybe there's there's something an individual sport they need to go towards, or or vice versa. They're doing something individual, and they seem like they would. They're a social butterfly, and they would just do so much better in a team for, but one thing you, that you said that hit me i believe everybody out there right. and i truly believe this can be the best at something and i and i mean the best in the world the best the best whatever it is i think everybody's got that skill that ability to thrive beyond anybody else in something and most people never never find it they they maybe spend their whole life or they they see those things and like oh, i'll never be able to do that or i can't make a living doing it or whatever and they and then they don't follow it and i think that's where i'm going on this soapbox right now if the parent can watch their kid with an open mind and you say yeah look at look at little god he's he's doing this really well but boy he's he's really you know we really want him to be a, a football player but he's he's so good on his feet or he's he's got these other incredible skills or whatever it is that or he's a, he's a speaker or you know a musician that who knows what it is but if you really watch your kid with an open mind you can see that they're gravitating or their their actual skills go towards this and and yet the parents are going to have the depression that their kid's not going to be a professional football player whatever it is And they're going to have to deal with it. But at the same point, their kid has that possibility of being one of the best in the world at something that they can thrive at and really were made for, I think is kind of the point I'm going for. And help them find that spot and, and put them in that direction.
1: I'm going to I'm going to put something out here, you know, and I want our parents and our listeners, our coaches and and refs to really think to sit and, and, and hear this. If you as a parent, when you became a parent. And you found out you you all were having a baby. You know, most parents, I'm sure there's a handful that don't do this, but most parents are like. I got to think about college or I want my kid to have every opportunity that I didn't have. I, I, they project all of these fantasies about what their kid could be on to the fetus in utero. Okay. Yep. And, and sometimes even before they get married or have kids or whatever, when they're younger, they're like, I want this family. This is the kind of family I want. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure they're stable and you know, yada, yada, yada. That's normal. Again, some people don't do that. That's fine too. But what happens, generally speaking for most people who become parents, there is nothing they wouldn't do for their kid. If I can do it, I will. There are parents who will work four jobs so the kid can play hockey, which we know is the, one of the most expensive hockey, equestrian and ice, anything on ice. Very expensive. Soccer is up there. <laughs> but yep. people will, will work extra hours so that kids can have a chance yes yeah so what i want to point out or what i want to present to parents is to take that another level because we go i did this for for you after all i've done for you at least you could dot 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 and i've been guilty of that right i did this for you so you could have that chance it's like why didn't it freaking ask for it <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to make mud pies <laughs> i wanted to bring <laughs> rocks it's like And then you go into all these stores and rocks are like $50 or painted rocks. Some of them aren't even painted. They're just stamped with like words or something. And they're going for like 20 bucks. What I want parents to sit down and think about is, is this how you love your kid? Is this what love looked like to you? When you thought about giving your kid every opportunity and every opportunity means for them, not for us. And if what you're doing to your kid is the opposite of what you promised to do for your kid, then do you want to choose to do something different? Right. Do you wanna to choose to do something different? Because you made a promise at some point that I would do anything so my kid can have a chance to be successful in this world. You didn't think football, you might've wanted football but they could be part of the team that finds a cure for certain cancers. They could be one of the best whatevers. And then I want parents to think about when they were a kid. What was it like for you to not have a chance to pursue something? Where you might've started off doing some sports and you realized, oh, I love to do hair or I love, you know, to, I, I knew how to, how to tape up players, maybe physical therapy, kinesiology. Maybe that was my involvement, of course, that I really got drawn to, but I didn't really get a chance to pursue that. It would disappoint my parents too much. The last thing we want our kids to feel is that they would ever let us down because they are doing something that they're so passionately uh, involved in. That is what we promise. That is the essence of the promise we made to our kid for them to be happy. To have their own life because when we transition and we go home to glory they're going to still be here and what would be the point of any of it if they're miserable
0: spoken like a mom i love it and it's it's true it's true i I remember when the kids being born you just you just want to give them everything and every opportunity and i think that that's great and the ability to force them into opportunities is, is kind of where we were going with that. And instead of letting them develop and find those opportunities and create their dreams and their life and, and help them and, and give them that push or congratulations or pat on the back or motivate them to, to find those things that they want to do instead of do this, do this, this, you're going to be great, you're going to be great, you're going to be great. And we've talked about a little bit about that in other segments too, where some of the biggest things that athletes don't develop when they are pushed into a sport or pushed into a situation is their own ability, their desire and their passion to do it for themselves. And if they don't have that, as we talked about, I think our first and second podcast that those are a couple of things that being best of the best athletes have. You have to have that passion, desire, determination. Otherwise, you're going to be average. You may be a good average, but you're not going to be a professional athlete. You're not going to be an Olympic champion. You're not going to be the best of the best.
1: And I got to tell you, you know, a big part of what people overall—not just parents, but athletes—because no one talks with them about this—but what what they really underappreciate or just are completely unaware of is the true value of doing sports the true value when you talked about leadership and time management all this those those are life skills those are life skills those are life skills that help to break um dysfunctional patterns in families those are life skills that help to raise healthy children of their own or healthier children of their own, those are life skills that help to change the world. So if you're going to teach, and I don't just mean a teacher in school, but say you're a consultant, you're teaching, you're a trainer, you're teaching leadership classes or whatever, making references to sports most people can identify with, no matter what the sport is. Because people can identify with the agony of defeat. I just shared the the thing I, I saw on tw- uh, Twitter this morning and you saw it last night, you're like, oh, I saw that last night, I, I love it too. Yep. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it because I really do think, you guys, this is, this is something that is important and this is what I think sports begins to seed. And as we get older, it carries with us because when we try something for the first time, we we realize it's it may it probably won't go well. There's a big chance it won't go well. Our debut will not go well, and this is what sports teaches us. And it says your first workout will be bad, your first podcast will be bad. I can attest to that. <laughs> your <laughs> your first speech will be bad. Your first Video will be bad. Your first anything will be bad. But you can't make your 100th without making your first. So put your ego aside and start. That is easier said than done unless you got in practice at that when you're a kid. (laughs) And unless your parents reminded you, yeah, it's going to be tough in the beginning, buddy. Stick it out. See how far you can go with it. Those are words of encouragement and, and, and life lessons. Like, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's your first one. It's your first season. The first two, three seasons are probably going to be bad, but you should, you should see progress, not perfection. That sure. requires the parent to be grounded. That requires the parent to be in a healthy space, which means as parents, we know a lot more than our kids, but we need to learn more about ourselves so we can give our kids even more as they get older. So I just wanted to share that because, yeah, the first of anything will be bad. And sports teaches that to kids and hopefully to parents. So as they go out into the world, their first day at the job, how was your first day? It was horrible. Yeah. It it can be horrible the first day. Yeah. Tomorrow will be better.
0: I think something I took out of that was really knowing from, from a parent point of view and or a coach, an athlete, really... Knowing as you get your kids into sport, where your goal is, your goal really needs to be or should be in more in the direction of helping that kid learn some life skills, helping them physically become better, stronger, healthier, helping them learn how to develop and chase and follow goal setting, helping them learn how to handle high pressure. I mean, for me, that was one of the biggest things doing a higher level sports that you really learn to deal with that most people can't handle pressure when it's it's not that big a thing once you get used to it and and have higher pressure and things under that aren't that bad but there's there's so many things that as you get your kids or kids that are listening as you guys develop in sport. yet the goal the journey professional sports is, is that goal or is that dream? But I saw an art, the article I read yesterday on this was talk more about that journey. And in the, the gentleman that wrote it really talked about how he had made it. And he played one or two years professional, but all his friends that had that dream going along, never made it. And a lot of, some of them didn't think of that about the journey, the friends they made, the experiences, what they developed physically and mentally, and emotionally out of themselves. Um. And then when he made it and he and he and he only played a couple of years, he got injured, he actually ended up being, was a writer and he was able to have fall back on something and, and have a background. But uh as your athletes and your parents as you get your kids into sports, as you're involved in sports, I know as as a as a former elite level athlete, that was never my goal. I was win, win, win. And that was it. Nothing else meant I would have done anything to win. But looking back, I had the experience of a lifetime. I still have friends from around the, around the world. I developed skills and I traveled the world and, and did other things that so many other people don't get the chance to do and, and developed other things in other ways. But Uh, There are so many opportunities through sport, through music, through arts and theater or whatever your your business or whatever your passion is that, as we talked about, you can still be the best and, and really kind of follow that direction a little bit more than the ultimate goal.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think you said that so beautifully. There's a tear that's trying to come down my cheek like this, pushing it back up. But I think that was beautifully said. I also. It made me realize and remember that life is an adventure. So this is the shortest thing that you will do. It's like this in the grand scheme of things. And everything you do, look at it as an adventure, even if it's a stint in sports. Because after you age out of that, that part of sports in that way, life is a sport. There's mental gymnastics that you need to learn how to do. There is a cleverness that we all have to develop. There's a, a sense of getting grounded and present in a moral compass kind of way. And that what is the right thing to do? How do I make these really hard choices where I I want this so badly or I think this is the right thing for everybody, but if I impose my will, that I rob somebody else of theirs. Those are things that are adventurous in life. Sports, yeah, it's about the win, you know, when you get to the higher levels, but inside, what did I do that was right? So when we see those moments, you know, with these videos and these snippets where, you know, they lost, I, I love this this one snippet that I saw, these two young African-American basketball players, and it seemed like maybe the one kid missed a shot and he walked away down the court with his head down, His teammate comes and he lifts his chin up keep your head up like that is sports that is how you live right that is the you can do it that is when a gymnast does something so freaking amazing at a college event that people just run on it's not about the professional piece it's about that little boy or girl or them and them that goes I did it I knew I could do it I didn't even know I could do this. And everyone's going, we did though. And we didn't either, yeah. but that was fantastic. That is what builds up a, a, an individual at a soul level where they know that they are worthy. That, that frightened part of them transmutes into courage. Where that part of them that feels depressed or wants to give up or doesn't have the will to just keep pushing goes, this is what happens when I push through that. That part of them that judges themselves and others and says, hey, you know what? You can't do that. That's impossible. And then you do, what's her name? The gymnast, Roman, I forget her name, but she did, she did that. what Natalia. Yeah, I didn't know
0: you. Yeah. And
1: it's like, I can do whatever I set my mind to and all I need to do it for each of us is once. That's all we need to do is just do it once. and that One time plants a huge tree, not even a seed. It is a knowing that if I can do this, I can do it again, and I can do whatever else I really set my mind to. And this is where an individual goes inside and they go, How did I do that? And how do I do it again in something different? And it may look different the way I do it, but I can figure this out. That is the sport. That is the adventure of life, is figuring things out. While you're in the midst of it, pulling on all of the experiences, the wins and the losses. Yeah. That is the sport. That is the adventure. And if you don't see life as the ultimate adventure, you're missing out, you know?
0: Yeah. One thing you made me think about, that was one of the reasons I uh, enjoyed coaching so much or enjoy coaching so much. Mm -hmm. And it, it was not stuff I even knew i wanted to do i got kind of thrown into it and i got asked to coach i'm like oh, i'll give it a try see what it's like but w- later on one of the the biggest things and and to this day that i really enjoy most about it is the ability to be able to help athletes push themselves f- further than they've ever thought that they could do and and i received messages from athletes years down the line or even You know days after other events like hey thanks coach i never thought i could ever do that i never thought i could reach that. i never thought i could push myself that hard never thought i could do this and that or again and that is what it's what it's all about that's what we're talking about and another point i wanted to make too is as i I mentioned earlier and i think we got a a little bit off of this but when i was competing it was all about win 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 and I want to reiterate that there's nothing wrong with that. And a, a, an athlete, a kid, they, they need to be thinking that they need to be thinking whenever they're doing their sport, And no, I'm not just out here for the core. I'm out here for the fun. I'm out here to make friends. No, you know, to, to be, to be able to push themselves to be able to get better, to be able to thrive, a good word. They need to develop that skill, that ability to go harder, to want to win to try something they haven't done before and little things like that to, to be the best. And, and if they're not doing that, then it's probably something else that they could be doing. And the, and the, and the other end of that, the parents, they're the ones on the other side, like, yeah, keep it going. Have, have a good time. Go out and enjoy yourself. Make sure you work hard. We're not like, well, when well, well, you better get them, you better get them. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta beat this. You gotta do that. Those, those two roles, I think, need to be changed from where we started our, our podcast today. It's okay for that athlete, for that kid to be, I'm going to I'm do everything I can. I'm going I'm to work hard. I'm going to go after this. I'm going to win. I'm going I'm to do everything I got to put everything in me towards this goal. And the parents would be like, yeah, we'll, we'll help you out in any way we can. We're, we, got your, we got your back. We're going to support you, do everything we can for you. You you go for it, and I think that's that's the point of my my view of the point of our conversation today.
1: I I love that view. That's definitely one of the most solid legs of that table. And if without that leg, the table is going to wobble and fall down. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, so how do we take that and give some concrete tips to our parents? Because I know we're we're ending toward and one ending going towards the end of the podcast and one of the things i encourage parents if you're gonna yell at your kid okay if you're gonna yell because you you're working on self-control who knows i don't know but if you're gonna yell and you're gonna yell at your kid you yell you don't you give up there you go that is what you yell at your kid it doesn't matter what the referee calls. It doesn't matter if the referee was right. It doesn't matter if it was a dirty play. Don't you give up. You get yep. right back. That is what you yell at your kid because guess what? That's life. People are gonna make bad calls in your life. They're gonna make yes. bad self assumptions and people are gonna play dirty. They're gonna steal your, your thunder. But don't you give up. You do good it. anyway. You do your thing Anyway, because at the end of the day, that is what you can do again because you've done it. They can't. So if the ref says, nope, that's a foul, I'd be like, okay, so basically I need to be so much faster than this person and get that ball so much more cleanly that the person doesn't even fall. Yeah. Got it. That is called adapting. Oh, so this ref is making these kind of calls. I see. All right. No sense in getting upset. They're not going to change their mind. Yep. So how do I adapt to that? And that is that, life.
0: That is life. That's great.
1: That is the adventure. You're practicing that in a controlled area, on uh, the pitch, on the court, on the field. That is where you're practicing life. That is why I love sports. That is the adventure. That is preparation for when you are past the sporting playing aid, and now you go out into the world. How do you play?
0: How nimble Love are it, you? Cindy. Nailed it. I like there it. There we go. Act and two. yeah, we should. <laughs> I, I think, uh, as you said, we're getting near our end. we are give our last little bit of advice is from our own opinion that <laughs> we do every, every week here, close us out. You know, I think something we didn't talk about too much, but I'll touch on briefly first is. Letting, if you do have a kid that going to go all the way, support them. And because and, and, there is that point zero eight whatever number percent of, of kids that, that can go all the way and give them every opportunity to get there. Give them that support, give them the, whatever they need. But at the other point, don't force let let that kid decide i think that's something we really hit on today let them develop those skills and an athlete too if you're listening here and coaches as well let them develop those teamwork skills let them learn how to handle pressure like you said gain nothing better than adaptation that's life let them learn how to adapt to changing situations for because that's what sports all about and that's what life's all about these skills are are something that will Allow them to move out of your house when they're 18, 21 instead of living in their basement when you're 40, when they're 40s. So let them learn these skills. If they're playing professional sports and they live one or they play one or two years and get injured, they will be living in your basement for the rest of the 30 years, probably. So to avoid that, help them find that sport, that skill, that activity that they really thrive at and, and give them that push and, and help them along with it. And they're going to be much better for it. And your stress levels are going to be better for it. your gray hair or hair loss. is going to be better your heart um, and stress levels. So that, that'd be my, my takeaway from this really help them find their thing and, and give them that support to get there. And, but make sure they have something I would give every athlete, every, kid out there needs to have something, because like I said, I truly really believe that we all can be the best at whatever it is, if we are able to find that thing.
1: Yeah. And for me, I look, life is the sport, the sports that we do in high school and club and, you know, rec, young adults, you know, our adult programs. That's our way of practicing. That's our way. That's our homework right? that That's our way of getting ready to go out into the world and do that thing on a larger scale or do that thing in areas that affect our livelihood, affect our, our relationships, personal and professional. Those are the things that sharpen the saw if you're a Kobe person. That is how we apply the things that we've learned. And, and that's how we practice the questions that we missed. I want your kids to do sport. Heck, I encourage parents to do a sport. Yeah you know even if the sport is to to run around the track and do 10 laps i'm taking i'm going to i'm going to get i'm getting ready to take the the fifa test the i'm sorry the fitness test for regionals um next year and i got to train now because i'm older and i got to go out there and i'm practicing how that test is going to be i'm slow as a turtle right now but i'm going to get better i'm going to get faster and if i pass the test fantastic if i don't that was my best and i will probably feel pretty fantastic about it. But go and do something as a parent for you. You have to do a sport too, because there's a part of you that has to understand and remember and realize how hard that is, how challenging that is. That develops humility and compassion and empathy for all those people who do it,
0: right?
1: Support your kid, yell at your kid to not give up on themselves. Don't yell at your kid to do this, do that. Yell at your kid of, with encouragement. Same thing with coaches. Teach them how to think because you're not going to be there every time. But the voice in their head that sounds like you will. So be mindful of the voice that they hear. That's what I would encourage.
0: I love it. That was a good one, Jenny. I really appreciate it. Some great information out there for parent, coaches, athlete today. We are going to end it there and. Get ready for next week's podcast. Thank you guys all for listening again. And we always encourage you to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and follow us along and make sure you get each weekly segment as it comes out. Thank you again for listening. And we look forward to talking with you next week.
1: Bye.